0: Welcome to K Torah, Torah, a five or seven minute explanation of the weekly Torah portion with me, Rabbi Micah Streifer. If you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to subscribe or comment or share it with a friend. So here's a joke. Morris and Sadie, a Jewish couple, were on a cruise ship that ran aground on an uncharted island in the South Pacific with no functioning radio. They and their fellow passengers had become convinced that they might never be rescued. Morris turned to Sadie and said, my dear, I want to ask you a question. Yes, my love, Sadie answered, anything. Did you remember to pay our pledge to the yeshiva? Why, no, answered Sadie, thinking that was a strange question. I forgot. But why would you think of that in a moment like this? Hmm, said Morris. What about our pledge to the Jewish Federation? Did you pay that one? Oy vey, answered Sadie. I also forgot that one, but tell me, Morris, How is this relevant when we are marooned on an island? Morris continued, What about the temple building fund? Did you pay that one this month? Oi, Morris, no, I never paid the temple building fund, or the yeshiva, or the federation. Why are you asking me these questions when we're lost forever on this island? Morris looked over at Sadie with a wide grin on his face and answered, Don't worry, they'll find us. This week's Torah portion, which is called Truma, is both an architect's dream and a fundraiser's dream. It's an architect's dream because it describes the building of the Mishkan, the tabernacle or portable sanctuary that the israelites carried through the desert with them and a lot of it sounds like this i'll read chapter 26 verse 15 of exodus you shall make the planks for the tabernacle of acacia wood upright the length of each plank shall be 10 cubits and the width of each plank a cubit and a half each plank shall have two tenons parallel to the other do the same with all the planks of the tabernacle you get the idea there are about three chapters of that but the reason it's a fundraiser's dream is because the Parsha begins not with the building of the Mishkan, but with the contributions that the people made to it. It says, The Eternal One spoke to Moses, saying, Tell the Israelite people to bring me gifts, v'kechuli truma. You shall accept gifts for me from every person whose heart so moves them. And then it lists off the gifts that people are supposed to bring, different kinds of metals and yarns and fabrics, and it culminates with a very famous verse, va'asuli mikdash veshachanti betocham, God says, build me a sanctuary so that I may dwell among them. So what we have here really is a blueprint for the ancient temple, or at least the portable version of the temple, the Mishkan, that the people carried with them according to tradition through the desert. And like any Jewish building campaign, it starts with a fundraising campaign. The people are invited to bring these various kinds of gifts. But what they bring in this case is not monetary gifts. They're not asked to bring money because, of course, what good would that be in the desert? Instead, they're asked to bring stuff, cloth, metals, yarns, fabrics, things that would actually be used to build the sanctuary. In order to understand the significance of this fact, we have to understand two things. First is that this Mishkan, this tabernacle, sat at the center of the Israelite camp. Around it on all sides, the various 12 tribes were camped, three tribes on each side, so that when they looked center, when they looked at the middle of their community, what they saw was this house where it was understood that God lived. In other words, the temple and all of the religious traditions and cultural factors that arise out of it were a unifying factor for the entire Jewish community. The second thing we need to know is that the word truma, which here means gifts or donations, comes from a Hebrew root that means to lift up or to exalt. So now, imagine that you are an ancient Israelite. Months ago, you were a slave and you exited Egypt and now have made your way into the desert. You're standing at Mount Sinai having received laws and now you're called upon to bring some gifts So you donate things, maybe some nice threads or yarns that you own, a piece of cloth that's particularly beautiful, and it's used to make the temple, so that now when you gaze at the center of your camp, you see this beautiful structure where God is worshipped on behalf of the entire community, and you can literally see the pieces of cloth that you donated that are used to make up one of the walls surrounding it. It must have been an incredibly empowering experience for these people to be not slaves to someone else's way of life, but builders of their own way of life. It must have exalted them, it must have lifted them up as they began this journey through the desert. Hence, the meaning of truma is both donation and also a lifting up, because by contributing to the creation of their own religious and cultural center... The people were lifting up their own lives and exalting themselves into a nation. Now, this sounds like a really good introduction to a federation campaign or a synagogue building fund campaign. Morris and Sadie would be proud, even from their desert island. But one of the messages of this parasha is that we don't only give financially, we also give with our talents, Where the ancient people gave string and yarn and fabrics and metals, we also give of our knowledge and our caring and our passion and our experience to our community. Anyone who belongs to a synagogue or works with youth or volunteers their time knows that those organizations couldn't get along without them. But even more so, we know that by helping, by giving of ourselves to others, we lift up our own lives. We gain immeasurably. So the hidden truma, the hidden gift when we give to others, is how we gain and how we grow and how we become better versions of ourselves. Shabbat Shalom.